You're listening to a podcast of The River in Durant, Oklahoma. You can visit us online at theriverdurant.com. We hope this podcast is a blessing to you and you can even bless someone else with it. There are three things. We've been talking about this real quickly to catch everybody up where we were at last week. Over here is, is provision land. And I guarantee if you don't have anything, provision is something. I'm not downplaying this. I'm just saying it's not God's best. Okay? It's not God's best to live from day to day to day. God's best is for you to live in His promised land living. This is where God wanted His children to go to, to live in. This is the new covenant. This is the kingdom of heaven on this earth. This is where healing is manifest. Excuse me. This is where health is manifest. This is where the promises of God are yes and amen. And one of the things we've been talking about since we started talking about that is how to manifest the promises. See, the promises are yes and amen. They're not promises anymore. It's reality. Some people had a hard time with that one but it, it, from last week. But once I've made a promise, if I promised I was going to be here at 8 o'clock and I got here at 8 o'clock, that's not a promise no more. That's reality. Does everybody understand that? So over here is the reality of God. Over here is the way God is and His, his nature is, it's, 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 here it is. Okay? Over here, God was said, hey, listen, there's a promised land. Matter of fact, there's a whole group of people over here in Hebrews chapter 11 who did what they did over here, not receiving the but did what they did out of provision. And still were able to do what they did out of provision. But over here, they had faith in God's promises. So you don't need to have faith in God's promises. You need to have faith in God's reality. You need to experience God's realities. The scripture says partakers. Uh, that's, it's really a key verse. Uh, turn with me to Second uh, Peter. We'll see this real quickly. Second Peter, chapter three. Excuse me. Second Peter, chapter one, verse three. Verse uh, starting with verse two. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and Jesus Christ our Lord, as His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Have we been given all things that pertain to life and godliness? Had they been given over here all things? No, they were given their daily bread. Over here is where all things pertain to life and godliness. As His divine power has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us by glory and virtue. Verse 4, By which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these you may be what? Partakers. That's the word we want to look at and focus at. We need to be partakers of His divine nature. We're supposed to partake. We're supposed to experience, taste, and see that the Lord is... Now, just like we have five senses on the outside, you have spiritual senses on the inside, like tasting and hearing and smelling. 
God smells. He, has an, he can smell the aroma of an offering. Okay? And so there's the same senses that are in the flesh. Now, why is that? Anybody put that together yet? Because in nature, the way we are natural is an expression of the way God is spiritual. He put the way He is in nature so we could understand Him. Okay? And so what, the way we need to understand this is that we're supposed to taste and see that the Lord is good. I, I love the, the very way man was created, spirit, soul, and body, a trichotomy, that, that, that the Spirit of God breathed into dirt and man became a living soul. Nephes is, is in the word Hebrew. He became something. Now, Notice the words that he became. Which takes more time? This is what I want you to see in the short time that we have this morning. Conception doesn't take a whole lot of time. Manifestation doesn't, or delivery doesn't take a whole lot of time. Which takes the most time? Gestation. That takes time. They all take time, but gestation, or the process of being transformed, takes more time, and it is more crucial. There's probably nothing more exciting than the transition from gestation to manifestation. It's called delivery. Oh, oh, oh. Do I need to go through all the motions or can you get the can you get wrap your head around it? Oh, oh, oh. You know, or whatever you want to do. I'm, just, I'm a farmer. No, just kidding. But you need to understand that conception happens real quickly, but gestation takes time, takes nourishment. And that's what's the most crucial is that is what you do with the seed once it's planted. And you can let a seed... Now, like I said, we started talking about this last week, but the Scripture says that there is an incorruptible seed. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23, that there's an incorruptible seed that's placed in you that lasts and lives forever. So it can't be aborted, but what can be aborted is the process of transforming or changing or gestation. And you need to understand that Jesus spoke this level to the people that he was speaking to. Jesus wasn't a farmer. He was a carpenter, but he spoke in the way that the majority of people could understand. Seed, planted, harvest. Okay? And so we're speaking today in ways that most people can understand. Is that conception takes place, but now what do you do with that you start reading scriptures about when you're pregnant. Not that I've been pregnant, but joy lived for being pregnant. Magazines, books, reading, nourishment, vitamins. All the stuff changes when you're pregnant, right, honey? She used to think that she, she thought she had the world figured out when she was single. <laughs> 
she knew what was important until we, she got married and then was pregnant. Once she got pregnant, now she knew what life was all about. All those other things she thought was important didn't compare to the life that was taking place. And so she began to take on vitamins and, and nourish and make sure she took care of the conception or the seed that was in her. And see, that's the way we need to be as, as believers is when the seed's planted in us, we need to nourish that seed. We need to fertilize that seed. We need to make sure it has good vitamins. We have regular this and regular that. Make sure that the vessel stays healthy even. It's just not the, it's just not the seed, but the vessel has to stay healthy. You've got to stay exercised. You've got to be in shape. If you're not healthy, you're not going to give birth like you're supposed to. You understand? You know, there are some things. I, I don't mean to get personal, but that's what church is all about. We need to break the mold, I guess. Uh, but there are some things. When, uh, when Christina was born, uh, how long was your labor? 52 hours. 52 hours of where, you know, the process of dilation was taking place. Do what? Eight, eight hours of transition, if you know all those terms and everything. And, and all, of ours were, all of our children were born by a midwife at home. I was right there, you know, had my baseball glove and all that. No, just kidding. And uh, I got to catch them. And anyway, and uh, so I understand a little bit about what's going on and, and some of the exercises that Joy and I could do together and how I could help her do that kind of thing, help her vessel bring delivery in, in a natural way. But there were some things that she had done in her single years, uh, some, some vitamins, not vitamins, but some, some pills, you know, to, to keep birth from happening in the past, you know, uh, that, that made her system be very, uh, it changed her system from what, what God had intended. That's why there was such a long delivery or process of that because the body had to get rid of what those pills had done to her, not knowing that they had done that. See, there's things that happen in our life that we do that's keeping things from taking place like they're supposed to. And we need to, oh, we need to be aware of these things so we can now deal with those things. Does everybody, I mean, I'm trying to be as close to descriptive as I can without being... Graphic, okay? But there's things in our life that we've done, there's some stinking thinking that we have that needs to come out of our head to allow the seed that God's planted in us. And one of those things is confidence. One of the, the drastic things that I've seen missing in the body of Christ is confidence. Uh, go, kids. Have a great day. Isn't that something? I tell you what, they could just do that ever. Just I just love it. They said, Aria, I don't care if they disturb us. I wish we'd disturb them. Maybe we should shout back. <laughs> they wouldn't. That's it. Come on. And we need to come that way too. That doesn't mean go up into puppet. You can't go to children's ministry. They have more fun than we do. But anyway, back to what we're talking about. So there are things that we can do. The scripture says that the, the body of Christ at that time, after Jesus, you know, at the new at the new covenant, they were about to apostles' doctrines daily. 
they were rethinking what they were, they were getting new information. They, they understood the, the history of the Jews. Acts chapter 2 is when Pentecost came and, and began to uh, uh, radically change a, a believer. I mean, that's when believers began to believe for the Jew. It wasn't until Acts chapter 10 that it was introduced to the Gentiles. Okay? So we need to understand that that's really the... There's a period of time where, oh, they had to change... They, they knew the, the history of the Jews because they were Jews. Okay? And so there was a lot of renewing of the mind that had to take place. And there's a lot of stuff that we don't know that's correct. A lot of stuff that we know that's not correct. And what we need to understand is the process of gestation is the scripture says this be not conformed to the world but be transformed by the what renewing of the mind uh, in the book of romans chapter 8 it talks about those that were predestined matter of fact let's just read that turn to turn to romans chapter 8 and it is 12 o'clock already romans chapter 8 you need to see this because this fits with what man becoming a living being Romans chapter 8, verse 29, For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed into the image of his Son. Stop right there. What did he do? Here's the image of his Son. So he planted a seed in us, an incorruptible seed. Oh, the to be conformed. Do you see that? The seed's planted... That's the conception. The manifestation is in the likeness of His Son. And the period of gestation is the what? The conforming. That God predetermined or predestined the process of gestation of us being transformed. We want to go from this to this without being gestized. If you can call that a word. But we need to find pleasure. As much pleasure as we found in the conception, as much pleasure as you find in the delivery, oh, you can't say that was pleasurable. Listen, once the pain is gone, like, we, don't, we don't even want to get into that because that's, we'll talk about the curse and, and the way God did all this kind of stuff back in the day. But, but there's pleasure in the delivery. There's pleasure in the conception. And there's pleasure in the time of gestation or comp of, conform, of being transformed into this image of Christ. That is the process that we are all going through right now is the process of gestation in, in the things of the Spirit and, and developing the seed, the individual seed that's placed in us and all the other words of the Lord that's for us to be planted in us. See, we have Jesus in us. That's the incorruptible seed. He is the Word. That means we have all the other words in us. But we just need to fertilize them. We need to, not, not fertilize them, we need to nourish them. We need to, to uh, activate them, magnify them, be thankful for them. I guarantee you, during the spirit of thanksgiving, if you just begin to be thankful for, uh, for the seed of His Word that He's placed in you, you'll start seeing a difference in the manifestation of that word in your life. 
If you never are thankful for the seed that's been placed in you, His Word, you'll never see that manifestation in your life. The key for getting this process started is for you to be thankful for the Word that's in you. You don't have to get it in you. It's in you. If you've been born again, the Word is in you. Now, if you're not born again, the Word is not in you. Lots of people will say in that day, Lord, Lord, and He'll say, listen, I didn't know you. Because the seed wasn't ever in them, they were just doing church. That's not about doing church. It's about carrying His seed. Are you carrying God's seed? If you're carrying God's seed, you're going to see a manifestation. If you're not carrying God's seed, you won't see any manifestation. But that manifestation will be natural because you believe. You can do what other Christians do. What Christians do, but that doesn't mean you're a Christian. But if you have a seed in you, you will do. As the seed, as the DNA develops in you, it will manifest. Amen? God has placed that in you. Everything that pertains to life and godliness is in Christ, in you, inside you. You don't need to get anything more. You just need to develop, transform, or change the seed that's inside of you right now. Amen? Because He has done enough. Let's stand up. Remember, there's three processes. There's, there's conception, there's gestation, and there's manifestation. And remember, within gestation, there's three trimesters in gestation. Next week, we're going to start talking about the three different processes of gestation that are the, the trimesters in the Spirit. Because different things happen in different levels. And it has to happen for the manifestation to take place. Most of us are wanting it to happen now. God didn't plan on it to happen now. He planned on you being conformed. If it was God's will for you to be now, you'd be now. He predestined the process. So just have confidence in Him. Paul said, I've got this confidence that He has begun a good work in me. He will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. But He had to believe. Amen. Father, we give You praise. We give You glory. And I thank You for this season of thanksgiving. May it be just not a season for us, but may it be the predominant atmosphere of this body, of this family. As people walk in here, may they really feel that we are thankful that they are here. And all God's people said, Amen and Amen.